0: You are listening to the garlic fries and baseball guys podcast, Sam Blumman and Joe Shasky coming at you every week with all of your giants content, like rate review, subscribe 957 odyssey sports network. Shasky. I want to do a little bit of three up three down and Tyrell Schrader will be part of this segment. I kind of want to put a little bit of a twist on it though. And that is three guys who I really need to be up for these next 21 to 28 games. And then three guys whose downs really have me concerned. Okay. Um, First one I'm gonna go with is uh, Tyro Estrada. Hey, that guy again. Um, so we need the early season Tyro back. It was great to see him back in the lineup uh, earlier. You know, this this weekend he went two for eight over the weekend. But you know, he had that he had the a Giants' lone run on Saturday. Read the first, to third uh, that J.D. Davis hit. J.D. Davis hit a base hit. Tyro Estrada goes first, third. Reads it perfectly. Scores the only run. You saw the value right off the bat with Tyro. He had some really good at bats this weekend. We need to see a lot more of that Tyro over the next couple of weeks if the Giants have any hope of staying in the race. And how about his bunt? Wasn't that beautiful? Oh, the squeeze bunt on Sunday. It's beautiful. Yeah. Again, they just have- miss his speed, his athleticism, his ability to create at the top of the lineup. Like they miss everything about him. He's just to me he's one of those tone guys. Like when they're having a dead day, isn't he one of those guys that can kind of be his own like instant rally? He really can. I mean him and Lamontway Jr. Uh, are so so dynamic atop that lineup. The way Lamont gets on base and the way that Tyro can move him over, you need those guys to produce consistently atop this lineup because if you're not setting the table, you're not giving this lineup a whole lot to work with. Yes. The team falls behind early and that's how the offense starts to stall out. But I yeah, Tyro, it's been kind of a downward trend though since the end of since the end of April, uh striking out a little bit more since then the on base percentage since May is at 293. Mm-hmm. And you know, that, that's not something you, can, you can't you can have that out of your number two guy. This is a guy who needs to be putting the ball in play more, needs to be getting on base more. The one pl- uh, positive is during his absence, the Giants did go 15-11 without Estrada in the lineup, but a lot of that was because Wilmer Flores was hitting 420 in that time. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, that's not, again, a bankable strategy. The other guy who I need to be up over these next couple weeks is a guy who's on the mound tonight. Again, we're releasing this episode after this game, but it's Logan Webb. Like, Again, I think like Logan Webbs had a good year. I need him to be that dude for the next three weeks here. You know, since the All-Star game, he's got a 516 ERA and a 423 fit. Opponents are hitting 232 against him. And but he's been hurt by the long ball, four home runs in that time. And he really kind of struggles on the road, too. Um, let gonna see, I got the numbers here somewhere. I got too many papers in front of me. So yeah, it's uh a lot of that's also due to Logan Webb's uh, start against the Nationals. But at home, he's got a 2.23 ERA. On the road, he's got a 4.75 ERA. He got some wow. really tough road games coming up, and basically, I need to see Logan Webb up his game for the next few weeks if the Giants would have any hope of staying afloat. Well, What is it specifically about him that that's frustrating you right now? Does it just look like he's not getting uh, the same movement as earlier? I don't even know what the spin rates are looking like right now. It just it feels like he's getting hit harder more he's recently hit- than he has ever. I mean, yes and no. I mean, if, if you since the All Star break, if you take away that disaster in, in Washington, he's only got a two ninety five ERA. He's lasted into the seventh inning in each start since the All Star break, except for that game against the Nationals where it was hot and humid. Uh, but here's the problem: if you're going to be pitching on the East Coast in a couple of weeks, like you will, it's going to be hot and humid down in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, it's like nineties with ninety percent humidity all you know every day down there. And if the Giants are skidding going into that series in Atlanta, you need Logan Webb to be the stopper. And yeah, it's just true. sometimes the elements get to him. Sometimes games get away from him. And sometimes he just gets victimized by the long ball. Yeah. And you just, you, you need to contain that. You can't do anything about the run support, but I think it's if Logan Webb was paid. You're the dude money. Basically. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be unfair that Logan has to deal with this month. Sorry, dude, you got to be the dude though. You just really? got to elevate your game and be, I think you have to pitch above it at this. At, at what point if he is right now, the, the highest paid by the most important giant, on the team right now is it at that point you just got to be like you need to see more it's it's tough but i think it's a that's what happens when you're the ace of a pitching staff yeah no i think you're right and he didn't make make big money I, I wouldn't say he got like 250 million dollars i mean no, i think he didn't was get relatively inexpensive like, but i think he he did get you are the guy money right now for this okay. team and this i think this is time for Logan web to show why he is the guy I just feel like with the thinned out pitching staff they have right now, we're over accentuating the struggles from Logan Webb because there's mm-hmm. no other dude outside of Cobb that you yeah. hand the ball to regularly, right? It does feel like there's even more pressure than normally would be. Would It's it t- tough on him. No, there's a ton of pressure on Webb. And I wouldn't, I won't like, you know, like, like crush him and, and be super, you know, down on him if things kind of go awry this month because I do think it is a lot to ask of him. But imagine if he did step up though. No, it'd be huge. Uh, yeah, like if if he does rally this month, that's huge for this team going into September. I, I agree with that. I um, absolutely agree with that. They, they need him. And, and I want to see him finish with a winning record. I want him to go into the offseason feeling good about himself, regardless of where the standings are for the team. Uh, one other guy who I need to see step up is pretty much else, the new starting pitcher, I guess, in the rotation. That's Ross Stripling. And we've seen, you know, he doesn't look 20. bad. He, he didn't, didn't look, look bad back. last outing. Exactly. We've seen Why are you? you about struggle. to explode. Why are you about to explode? No, I, I'm. I'm. He did look really pretty good uh, this he Saturday against the A's. But you know what? I really <laughs> like what I've seen from Stripling since they moved him back into the rotation. Uh, he's eating somewhat innings up. Six innings. Six innings. Uh, four and a third. Five and a third on Saturday. I thought he looked really good on Saturday. Uh, 3.32 o- uh, ERA over that time. The problem with Ross Stripling that. I need to see corrected is he still got a bad case of one bad pitch. itis? where all these starts are really, really good except for that one bad pitch. You saw it happen on Saturday and when your offense is struggling, that one bad pitch can kill you. I mean, remember, I remember 2018. It seemed like every start Madison Bumgarner had that one bad pitch that kind of ruined the night for the big fella. Yeah. And he's got, I don't know what the, I don't know how you just limit that one bad pitch messing up your outing, but What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I, I did too. And I, I just think that shockingly he's needed now more than ever, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it's, Hopefully he's, he's giving up a little bit less uh, hard contact right now. Yes. He's been using the change up a little bit more since the second half. So maybe he's figured something out. I know for much of the first half, he was kind of in tinker mode. So hopefully the Giants kind of figured something out with him. Because again, if he can give you five, six innings a night of one run ball this next month, that's going to be huge. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you on that. couple downs that are really kind of concerning me. The first one's kind of cheating here. I'm going to do a for It's Jock and Conforto. Uh, when Jock came to the the plate on Saturday with runners on the corners and one out, I didn't have a whole lot of faith that something big was going to be happening there. I mean, the sack fly felt like, cool, that was the ceiling. But Jock, it really just feels like you're either getting a ground out, a fly out, or a home run with him. And then Michael Conforto, it's been a month since he last went deep. These are two of – this is $38 worth of hitting in the middle of your lineup now. These are your three and five hitters most nights. I just feel zero confidence when they step to the plate right now. I mean, how am I? How much am I overreacting on this? I mean, uh, th- no one's hitting for them right now. If you take Wilmer Flores out I mean, of the lineup, they're batting like under two hundred over the last couple of weeks. I mean, Sam. Uh, yeah, you're right though. You're not wrong. You're right. They need to produce. Yeah. It's just these guys. it's just it, it, It's like with other guys in the lineup. When the rookies are struggling, you can at least understand that. It's like you're a yes, so You're gonna you're have your ups. Your... You're gonna have your downs. But these are guys that just like you've been around long enough that like eventually you just got to be able to pull yourself out of these funks and these funks have just been yes. so prolonged. And it's at the point where it's just like, I don't even need to see them in the lineup anymore. Just have Wilmer DH full time. Honestly, I'd rather see Heliot Ramos called up and put in the lineup sub nights instead of Michael Conforto. It's just, but then you kind of need to keep Conforto in the lineup because you need him to play well enough. So we exercise his option. And then this is, this is where it all goes spinning out of control. And I just, I, the downs are really concerning me with them. Um, you know, another down that's really concerning me right now, we've talked about him a lot on morning roast, it's J.D. Davis. Well, this is the guy who is such a rock in this lineup for the first half. He's got a 167 batting average since the All-Star break. He's got a 216 Babbitt, so he's had some bad luck there, but striking out a lot more. I think he's pressing a little bit. I agree. And there's but really where's no his protection way- in the lineup? Like name somebody in the lineup. Who's tearing the cover off the ball that can maybe take a little bit of the pressure off him and let him see better. Michael Conforto was backing him up in the lineup. This I know. I mean, but they're both scuffling. Yeah. And it's just when you get like, I love JD Davis's approach at the plate. I think he's got a great swing. I I just think is, He's too good of a baseball. I don't think he's a superstar, all-star, every year caliber player. I do think he deserves some sort of all-star consideration this year for how he played in the first half. Yeah, I, I agree with that JD Davis is better than what we're seeing right now. If he can get back just being like that, two seventy-five, two eighty hitter who's got that great kind of inside-out approach. Like I've seen a lot, you guys go inside on him. He's great at sending the ball to the opposite I field. Agreed. I do think again there, there's might be some bad luck involved there with JD, but it's, eventually these balls have to get down and. And, yeah, a little bit of protection in the lineup would hurt, but the longer this slump goes with Davis, the more concerned I do get. Uh, the but last his defense has been really good. I know we don't want to like talk oh, about oh, his defense, right. but like he does deserve credit for that, don't you agree? Oh, I think his Davis is, his, his defense is still. Probably some of the best in, in in the national League. I haven't looked up the metrics lately, but I'm sure at some point I mean the eye test is all you need to see. He should be in a consideration for a gold glove yeah and he's a big reason why the Giants defense is so much better this year and it's why even though the hitting struggles are happening, it's not letting he's not letting it affect his defense no I, I always I always, I always try to appreciate it then a baseball player because it's so easy to let one bleed into the other. One more down uh, before we get out of here that's really concerning me. it's Alex Cobb. And uh, Shassi, tell me if you're shocked by this, but a 35 year old pitcher having a career year might be, you know, falling apart here in the second half. Uh, who could have seen that one coming? I'm um, not mad at him though. He's pitched his heart out all year. I I, oh, I don't he know. Got it out that start effective. last week against the Diamondbacks. We had the stomach flu. Um, so it, it, but yeah, he been, I mean, hasn't he been in pretty incredible this year? I mean, all things being considered. No, he has been overall. And I, I again, it's It's been a great year for Cobb, a great yes. first half for Cobb. And but this thing is as great as that first half was, it's not going to help you a whole lot in the second half. No. And with a pitching staff, that's really hurting for, for arms right now for the, trying to keep bullpen arms, fresh Cobb, the six, seven innings a night that Cobb's been giving this team has been a godsend. Oh, where would and they be he, without him? Exactly. Oh, we might find out this month. Unfortunately, if he starts <laughs> to kind of fade, that's not good. I mean, he's walking guys more. He's yeah. striking out guys less. He's been bit by the long ball. Again, that's not all his fault. Um, He's kind of using more of the slider and the curveball. He's getting hit a little bit uh, harder right now. The line drive percentage is up. It's just not look good so far. Now, again, it could be a slump. It is still concerning. If he can right the ship soon, I'll stop being down on him. I mean, that's what's great about all these guys I just mentioned. J.D. Davis, he could turn it around. Michael Conforto, we've seen how hot he can get. Jock, he's still going to be a power threat. So, I mean, I say I'm down on these guys, but like, I still believe they can bounce back. And if they can, that's going to be... probably one of the differences that keeps the Giants either in the playoff race or just playing the young guys all September. Totally agree. Totally agree. But you know what? Like, other guys need to step up. Wood and Stripling and Mania need to step up as well, right? I I, Cobb has carried this team as far as he can go. I have got to go. My car is ready. We definitely do got to go. So, all right. So, this is episode 70 of Garlic Fries and Baseball, guys. Hopefully, we'll be listening listening to this after a Giants win over the Angels. We'll be back hopefully later this week because uh, Bruce Bochi will be back in town, and I'm sure we're going to have to talk about that. So, uh, for Joe's chassis and Sam Lubbard, we will see you on the next one.